0: Well, hello everyone, welcome to this week's episode of Mustard Seed Leadership Podcast. We are starting a brand new series, which I'm really excited about. I've called it the seven most powerful characteristics of a leader, and I'll explain why in a moment. But I do want you to note that uh, notes are available, so if you want to download, you can get them from the webpage, you can download them there, and I do encourage you, I've heard testimonies of people gathering their team together, using it as a resource, either once a week, once a month, to sit with their leadership team. So if you're not doing anything in terms of training leadership teams, this might be a helpful resource to get you started. So, so it's why seven most powerful characteristics of a leader. I fell in love with the leadership gift probably about 30 years ago. I was a recent believer. I was part of a church and had the privilege of being under two different leaders for a while in the early days and and seeing their leadership style sparked something inside of me. And at the same time, I stepped into my first leadership role and began to realize how woefully short I was falling in terms of what it means to actually lead people effectively. And so these seven characteristics that I'm going to share over the next seven weeks are really a summary, if I had to try and bring it down to the seven biggest lessons, the seven biggest characteristics that I believe are important for leaders, these are them. And so I'm going to dive straight into it. And the first one, the one I want to talk about today is diligence. Diligence. It says this comes from Romans 12, verses 6 to 8, a well-known passage where Paul saying to the church, he says, We have different gifts according to the grace given to us. Given to us, if your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. If it is to encourage, then give encouragement. If it's giving, give generously. If it is to lead, do it diligently. In other words, the charge or the challenge from Paul to those who've identified a leadership gift in their lives. And just quickly in brackets, if you're listening to this, there's a leadership gift in your life. You wouldn't be interested in pursuing leadership if you wasn't that gift already inside of you. So this is for you. If it's leadership, then do it diligently. Now that word diligently, it's a Greek word which I cannot pronounce. But that word means, it means to hurry, to haste earnestness, diligence, zeal, eagerness. I like the fact that there's a sense of speed to it. There's a sense of urgency to it. So what Paul is saying is if your gift is leadership, add some zeal, some haste, some hurry, some responsibility to make it happen. There's a passion to leadership that's needed. There's a fire that needs to burn in the heart of leaders. This is expressed in enthusiasm and motivation. The best leaders carry an energy inside of them which is contagious. I believe characteristic number one, when you spot someone who's a great leader, what you're going to see is there's energy inside of them. It takes energy to connect with people, to lead people. And I want to challenge you today. Are you being diligent in your leadership? So the diligence is not just the way you lead, but in your commitment to grow leadership. So Why is diligence so important? A John Maxwell quote, which you've heard me use many times before, he says, everything rises and falls on leadership. And the longer I've led, the more I agree with that. When you find a church, an organization, a family, a business that is doing well, you're going to find a good leader. On the flip side of that, if there's something that's failing or falling apart or not moving forward, it is about leadership. The leader has to grow and then the organisation or church or business will follow as well. When the leader grows, everything gets better. He called that the law of the lid. And basically, an organization cannot grow bigger or more effective than its leaders. So if you rated yourself as a 4 out of 10 leader, then whatever you're leading is never going to get beyond 3 out of 10 in terms of effectiveness. If you were an 8 out of 10, then you can grow an organization, a church or a business up to a 7 out of 10. It's never going to go beyond you, which is why as leaders, the more we grow, the more we can take things with us. So if you want to grow your organization, grow your leadership of sure. An example that John Maxwell used as well was the famous McDonald's. you am sure you've been to McDonald's, you've had their hamburgers, but it wasn't the McDonald's brothers who grew McDonald's into this huge empire. They came up with the idea. They had the vision. They were the first to produce fast food, to deliver your order in 30 seconds. But it was the milkshake salesman who had a greater leadership gift. He saw the potential. He bought the business from the McDonald's brothers and turned it into the empire that it is today. Leadership gift, not just Seeing, but actually having that capacity to, to raise it up and take it to the next level. So Jesus, of course, the greatest leader, he modeled his key, the diligence that he had. In fact, I mean, here is the son of God beginning his ministry. One of the first things he did was gather a team of leaders around him. He chose 12 men and diligently for three years invested in them because he knew the key to grow long-term growth is investing in the right people right now. So Jesus was so intentional about developing the leaders around him. So here's the challenge to be intentional, diligent, not just in your leadership, but in your commitment to growing that leadership gift. What does it look like? I jotted down five things looking at my own life. Hopefully these are some practical tips or some things. How do you develop? How do you be intentional about growing your leadership gift? Number one, learn from other great leaders. Be diligent in developing friendships with other leaders better than yourself. That means identifying people you look up and respect, find times of building friendship, going to visit them, inviting them for coffee, asking them good questions, traveling with them. Do what you can to spend time with leaders who are better than you are. I've loved this and I truly believe it works. Going to leadership conferences, just being around other great leaders. Number two, reading leadership books and I can put next to that you can listen to books nowadays, podcasts, there's so much amazing material available but make sure that you have a diet of leadership development that you're feeding yourself on. Be diligent in your leadership. Study. Make a list of books you want to read and try and spend 15 minutes a day reading and highlighting. Another John Maxwell quote for you. The first time you read a book, you mark it. The second time you read it, it marks you. I like that. So don't just read. Read it intentionally. Underline. Make notes and then reread all those notes that you've made because the first time you mark it, the second time, it marks you. Thirdly, study the leadership of the kingdom. Leadership in the world and leadership in the kingdom are different. I would encourage you to go into scripture, start a new section in your Bible where you're making some notes or on your phone where, however you do your Bible study and look for scriptures around leadership. Begin to build up a theology, build up a set of teaching that you have that is your own that you found in scripture that first impacts you and you can use to impact others. Fourthly, practicing biblical leaders. Be diligent in outworking your leadership. Set aside time to ponder, to think. Now, sometimes leaders get too busy and they never spend enough time reflecting on their leadership. A great habit is to actually take time to think about how you have led something or what you need to lead. If you're brave enough, get as much feedback as you can and think it through about practical ways of how you can grow and practice your leadership gift. And then fifthly, teaching and training. Be diligent in developing other leaders. Even if you don't feel qualified, the best way to grow is to actually be begin to train and invest in others so that together you can grow with them. So there it is, a couple of questions, and they are on the notes. Question one, how would you rate diligence as a characteristic of your leadership? Why are you being intentional? Is that enthusiasm for growth inside of you? Secondly, can you describe in a sentence of your own words why you believe leadership is so important? The big why was going to infect you and impact you. And then lastly, on the practical list of five ways to diligently grow your leadership gift, which is the one that you can start working on straight away. So there it is. Diligence, characteristic number one. It's just not going to happen by itself. Be intentional, be diligent, and grow that leadership gift. Hope it's helpful. See you for part two next week. God bless, and bye for now.